When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We are back, everybody. It's the week four edition of Gun on One, the podcast, and... There is only one team left that is unblemished in the National Football League, and we all know who that is. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. For this edition of Gun on One, I've got somebody who um, I've known a long time, I've respected a long time, and I love his insights and perspective. For this week's show, I have locked down the one and only Ike Reese for this edition. Stay right where you are. Sal Palantonio from ESPN. I'm Brandon Graham. Lane Johnson here. This is the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. This is Donovan McNabb. This is Chris Long. This is Mark Sumoff, the TV voice of the 76ers on NBC Sports Philadelphia. This is Eagles Hall of Fame quarterback Ron Jaworski. Hello, I'm Jay Wright, head coach of Villanova Basketball. Hey, I'm Brian Westbrook, and you're listening to the Gun On One podcast. And what's happening? This is your blessed boy, Brian Dawkins, Hall of Famer, and you're locked in to Gun On One. We're locked in to the Gun On One. Gun On One. Gun On One. You are locked on to Gun On One. I've been on the air for 25 years, but I could not wait to be on Gun On One with my man, Derek Gump. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi telling you to stay locked on to Gun On One. It is a number one seed. All right, everybody, we are back with this week's edition of Gun On One. It is powered by the Jacob Sports Media YouTube machine. And as I told you a moment ago, I'm bringing in somebody who does not shy away from opinions, who has great insights. I've known him a long time. I covered him for years. I'm still proud to call him not just a colleague, but a friend. And I've covered the Philadelphia Eagles for 25 plus years. And I'm not saying this because he's sitting here. I'm saying it because it's true. He is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Ike Reese, what's up, my brother? What's up, D-Gun? Man, very kind words. You Listen, you must be coming with some heavy questions tonight because you set me up pretty good right there. Yeah, I figured I, figured I had to beg you to come on, so I have to, I'm going to hit you with the soft ones first, All and right. then I'm going to put you on the spot later. How's that? That sounds good to me. All right, so here we go. So, as you heard me say off the top of this podcast, um, Eagles, only unblemished team left in the National Football League. 
Heading into this season, we all across the media platforms felt that what Howie Roseman assembled would look like a pretty good football team. But did you honestly think we'd be sitting here talking about a 4-0 team at this point? Um, No. I, listen, I thought there was a chance they could lose uh, the second game to Minnesota. Okay. You know, coming in. Um, but I did have them around 3-1, 4-0. You got to realize, I, I picked them to go 12-5 and this year. Okay. Uh, I did. So, you know, I thought they certainly could get off to a hot start. It all depended on, you know, how fast they were able to come out of training camp. Are you coming out of training camp healthy? Uh, how much rust is there? Because we know this team doesn't do a whole lot as far as preseason games with their first teamers. So you never know what um, you may have to overcome just from a preparation and rust standpoint to start the season. Mm -hmm. And you may give away a game or lose a game to a team that you're really better than. You're just not better than them right now. So credit to the Eagles. For, for being able to get off to a fast start. And, uh, you know, the idea of, you know, prioritizing health uh, mm. during training camp uh, has seemingly paid off for them. They, they didn't have to sacrifice wins uh, in order to keep people healthy early in the season. They've been able to keep people healthy coming into the season, and they're off to a 4 no start. Hey, you just mentioned the word credit, and let's give credit to a guy who is being talked about across the league right now, and that's one Jalen Hurts. You know, we all had question marks about how much would he improve in 2022. We heard he put in all the work, extra study, film sessions. And I think it's honest to say, Ike, that through four weeks, I think he's answered all the questions of the accuracy, reading defenses, uh, being a better leader. A am I missing something here? No, no. And, and, and those intangible things, I think, were less of a question uh, for Jalen. Those are some of his strengths uh, coming out. Uh, it was the things that you need to do to be successful on a week-to-week -week basis, year-to-year -year basis as an NFL quarterback. It's the one position in the NFL that's scrutinized more heavily than any other position on the football field. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to, you know, have a bad play and people chalk it up as a bad play. We 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 dissect it. So, you know, Jalen had a lot of room to improve uh, as a passer, as a decision maker, uh, the ability to process information quickly and get the ball out where it needed to go. Yeah. And he's done all those things. Mm -hmm. See, I mean, he's done all those things. And I think uh, when you're talking about giving him credit, um, I don't see why anybody would have a problem giving someone credit for doing what you wanted to see them go out and do mm -hmm. and so he's done those things uh it's early in the season and now expectations mm -hmm. have risen so he's cleared a certain bar for some people and then we raise the bar and yep. then it's the next thing that's 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 how it goes playing quarterback in this league and it's no different for him than it is for 31 other quarterbacks in this league Ike, when you break down his game, give me the one thing in your expert opinion that really jumps out to you about him. This year's, um, I tell you, he's improved as, as a passer so much this year. You have to be impressed with, you know, his ability to be accurate, get the ball out on time. You know, those, those things are going to allow him to play at an elite level. Yep. We know his athleticism 
is something that's natural uh, to him. Uh, and he's able to use that when needed. That That's the other thing. I, I probably... I probably I probably should give him a lot more credit for being um, judicious uh, when he decides to use his athletic ability. Uh, he's not a reckless runner when he's when he's using his legs. He he genuinely knows how to protect himself. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's smart in knowing if he needs to go for a first down or a touchdown, he's going to lower his head and, yeah. and take on whatever is coming his way. So I think things like that are sort of endearing to his teammates. Like that, those are the things that your teammates sit back and watch and say, oh, he's one of us. Yeah, yeah. He, he's one of us. So um, that was the thing we all loved about Donovan uh, as a player. I remember when he was younger and he didn't have a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the football, but there were plenty of times where he did whatever was needed to be done on that side of the ball. Right. And I think that that the willingness to do that sort of it, it makes your teammates want to play for you and, and be out there with you. And I think that's something that can't be overlooked. And Jalen, it seems to be natural to him to be the way that he is, as opposed to, you know, it being uncomfortable to be that guy. So um, I, have to, I know I gave you a lot of an answer there, yeah. but I, I just. I think there's so much more to his game now as he continues to grow as a quarterback that I don't, I, I don't know how you can't be impressed if you're an Eagles fan with what you're watching. And like when you look at this offense that he's running, it's currently an offense averaging almost 436 yards a game, rushing for 165 yards a game, almost 29 points a game. And of course, the addition of AJ Brown has enhanced that half, has enhanced that offense significantly. But the running game, this running game has not missed a beat from last year. And when you look at what they just did to Jacksonville, which was the number one rush defense, and they tattooed them for 210 yards, I'm like, is there a way to stop this running game? Now, now Washington did a decent job st stopping the run running game, but is there really a way you can stop this running game? Well, I don't know if you can shut it down if if Jalen's completely healthy, Miles is completely healthy, and whether it's Gainwell or Boston Scott yeah. who's banged up right now. We got our first chance to see a little bit of Trey Sermon this past week. They have enough um, potential for production back there. If those guys are healthy, you know, and you just commit to the run game, eventually you're going to break runs. And, oh, by the way, the most important part of the run game is the best offensive line in football. Yeah, so yeah. you got that going for you. Um, knock on wood, the only thing that would be able to slow them down is health, is not being healthy. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I would be remiss not to give, you know, credit to Shane Steich and, 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 and Nick Sirianni for the type of game plans that they put together. Whatever the situation calls for, they're able to adjust and adapt. You know, they, they've been effective offensively uh, almost four different ways. If you think about it, mm -hmm. Detroit, thought, Detroit thought they could blitz the Eagles and speed up Jalen's process to try to figure out what's going on. Played too much man coverage. Jalen had 18 rushes, killed them on third, time, third down countlessly yep. with his legs as well as big plays. You go to Minnesota, they wanted to play more zone. 
and keep more eyes on Jalen. Well, it gave him time to go through his progressions, and he knew where to go with the football. So he completed 80% of his passes against Minnesota. Yeah. You go to Washington. They're stopping the run. Washington has one of the worst secondaries in all of football. Devontae Adams has 168 yards receiving <laughs> in the first half. A.J. Brown is going off. Like, so Jalen threw for over 300 yards in the first half of the game against Washington. And then last week, when you saw the weather, it was inclement weather. Yep. It wasn't going to be a day to throw the ball a ton, only when you needed to. So the Eagles were able to go to the run game. And what I loved about last week's game plan is they trusted Miles Sanders with the football. 27 carries, the ball mm -hmm. never touched the ground. That's right. Miles Sanders. 27 carries, a career high in rushing yardage. Um, it really that, – and that's why they're the best team in football through yeah. four weeks. Through four weeks, this is the best team in football. You know, when they started off the running game against Jacksonville, they kept trying to run laterally against that defense. And I'm screaming at the TV, don't try to outrun this team laterally. You can't. Run right hit, at them. Hit them right in the mouth. And they changed the game plan in midstream, and Jacksonville could do nothing with that running game. Yeah, those linebackers. And I like um, the kid, Lloyd, they drafted out of Utah. Yeah. You know, at 23, was making a lot of plays out there. I can't think of his name right now. So Mike Caldwell, they got some players over there on defense yeah. in Jacksonville. But that defense is built off of speed. So, yeah, when you run east and west, you're almost playing into their hands. When they decided to go north and south, and just be man-on-man -man and out-physical Jacksonville, man, that's when Landon Dickerson, uh, uh, Jason Kelsey, Lane yeah. Johnson, yeah. you know, even Driscoll. Driscoll, get, yeah. Driscoll getting in on it. Like, that's what those guys want to do in that type of weather. They just want to pound on guys. And so once they started doing that, the Jacksonville defense had no answer for the Eagles' uh, running game. And then mm -hmm. you sprinkle in a little – Jordan, uh, I mean, Jalen uh, Hurts, yeah. when if he decides to take off, it becomes even more difficult for a defense. You know, I'm glad you brought up Mike Caldwell because I covered him. You know him well. When he was here, I've, I've said this on a number of platforms. He was this quiet, reserved guy. Didn't say a whole lot. You know, he was very polite. But are you surprised that, you know, his his defense got, got it handed to him on Sunday. But are you surprised that his name is now being mixed uh, mentioned among the best D coordinators in the game right now? Not at all. Not okay. at all. Yeah, you got to realize, man, this dude taught me about being a professional. Really? This dude taught me about being a professional. You know, I'm coming out of college, you know, a four-year starter. I I'm thinking, like, well, well, hold on. Why am I not playing? Why am I not playing more? You know, so right. uh, I remember him telling me or asking me my rookie year. He said, was your dream to play in the NFL – or to start as a linebacker in the NFL. Mm. And so in, in a nutshell, he was trying to tell me, find your role. Everybody's good at this level. Right. It doesn't mean you have to settle for that role, but you at least have to be willing to embrace that role. Okay. And you can have you an NFL career. And, and when I took that advice, my whole mental approach to the game changed. Uh, learning how to take notes. I sat next to him in meetings. He took notes every meeting, no matter if it was the same stuff we were going on, going over. I used to be like, Zeke, we went over this yesterday. Why are you writing that down again? Didn't you write that down yesterday? He said, listen. <laughs> he said, listen, 
the more you write it down, the more things you find out about the defense. You find mm-hmm. out something different. What Now you're finding out not only what your responsibility is, you're finding out what the D linemen are doing in front of you. What's the safety support? What coverage are we playing behind you? And then most importantly, you find out why are we playing this defense yep. in this situation? So he was constantly about learning the game of football and so I, I, I credit him with a lot of my knowledge from the game from a, from a student standpoint of just yeah. knowing how to watch film. I, I used to sit next to him every meeting, man, because he also took good notes. Like, I could read his handwriting. I couldn't even read my own handwriting. Oh, so you were cheating from him. Cheating. Of course. He was the smartest. <laughs> he was a him and Willie T. They were the smartest linebackers we had. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to see he, he's doing well now. And, yeah. and, of course, he went to that Todd Bowles school of, of defense and, and you can see a lot of what what Todd Bowles does he tries to do his team's still young they'll, they'll get there eventually as, as Doug mm-hmm. Peterson takes that team to another level good to see Doug Peterson back in the league he's in a very similar situation as he was here in Philadelphia came in here uh and fixed the train wreck and he has a Jacksonville team moving in the right direction yeah gotta be happy for him uh it was good to see Doug good to see that he's doing well uh happy that he has you know, Zeke as his defensive coordinator down there. Yeah, yeah. A couple of former teammates of mine. So, yeah, I, I, I tell you, man, you know, I tell my listeners because they get on me about how many teams I root for around the league. Right. I said, well, it's not my fault that Andy Reid's coaching tree is, is pretty much half of the NFL now. Yep. So, you know, half of these coaches in the NFL have some direct tie to Philadelphia or Andy Reid or they play with me. So add Jacksonville to Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo, <laughs> all these coaches that I played for or, or played with, you know, Deuce is out in Detroit. So yep. I, I root for him, you know, even my own linebacker coach and Ron Rivera being down in Washington. Like, so it's guys everywhere. It's just, um, it, it makes me feel proud that I was a part of something special in the right. early 2000s. And, and you can really see um, how good we had it back then and why we had the level of success that we had because it was a lot of football brain power in that building. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's more prevalent around the NFL now today than it's ever been. Um, when you just think about those early 2000 Philadelphia Eagles teams, you, you see the branches off in the league everywhere. You know, who, who came up with this unwritten rule that if you live in a city, you have to root for one team. It's a free country. You can root for whoever you want to root for. I've never understood that you got, if you live here, you got to root for. No, you don't. You, you can, Yes, you can be a fan, but you know what? You have other roots planted elsewhere in the country. Especially guys like us, D-Gun. We, we've moved around. Yes. You know I mean? <laughs> I've so, lived coast to coast. Yes. And in and, and the sports world, enough to build relationships that are lasting relationships that are yeah. valued um it's bigger than the game it's bigger yeah. than the game and and we want to see friends of ours have success uh at what they're doing as long as it's not at the expense of my philadelphia eagles so yeah <laughs> as long as it's not at the expense of my philadelphia eagles i'm okay with it all right let's let's take it back to the eagles uh because we you you, you briefly mentioned this guy named miles sanders 27 carries uh, this game. He's in top three in rushing right now. Um, 
I've always said when it comes to Miles, and I'll continue to say it this season, I don't want to see Miles carrying the ball on an average 25, 30 times a game. I don't think he's built for that. I think 15, 18, 19 carries a game. But when duty called, he told it at Brock 27 times for a buck 34. He says, whenever they call my number, I will be ready. He has talked all offseason about running with a purpose. This young man is running with that proverbial chip on his shoulder this season. Obviously, money's involved, but I think he's out to prove more than just about getting his dollars. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, you know, when you come out with high right. expectations, right? Uh, when you're a second-round draft pick, you view yourself as a franchise-type tailback, you know, his expectations of himself should be pretty high. So I'm sure he has some doubters out there that he wants to prove wrong. Um, you know, in today's world, D-Gun, it's not about what's written about you in the paper. It's what you right. read on social media right. nowadays. And these guys, they keep receipts. So I'm not surprised at all. And, and quite frankly, I said, it, I said this this summer. I said the one X factor about this Eagles team that could really take it to a different stratosphere is Miles Sanders. Okay. If Miles Sanders is playing at the potential in which we all thought he could when they drafted him, right, right. he's motivated, it's an element this offense hasn't seen since they went to the Super Bowl, and that was by a committee when you had that type of running, running game back in 2017. They really have had to piecemeal their running game together, and we've gotten by by doing that, but there's nothing like having franchise back to get a ball to that's a threat to go to the house yeah. or that's a threat to make a big play every time he touches the ball. And I think that's what Miles is starting to showcase that he has the ability to do that. They, I think Sunday goes a long way, D-Gun, yeah. and trusting that you can get a ball to Miles Sanders. Yeah. I don't know if prior to Sunday they could give him the ball that much. And I'm with you. He doesn't need to carry the ball 27 times a game. Right. But I've always said this. Get 20 touches, whether yes. that's 15 carries, five yeah. re uh, receptions, yeah. whatever it may be, he should get 20 touches a game. He's that good. He's that I agree. Good. I agree 100% with you. All right. I'm going to take you to your wheelhouse now, the defense. Okay. This defense is giving up less than 280 yards a game. Uh, giving up less than 18 points a game, tied for first in the league in takeaways. Number one, now here's the biggie, number one in the league right now in QB sacks when they were one of the worst defenses in the league last year in terms of getting to the quarterback. Has this defense, throughout the first game, the first game was like a dress rehearsal because they hadn't played much football. That was preseason, yes. That was yeah, a that real preseason pre game yes. for them, yes. But, but beyond that, has this defense lived up to your expectations my friend. Yes, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, in all phases, too. And, and I really did expect them to be a good defense this year. I, I love the acquisitions uh, this offseason. I thought adding James Bradbury right before training camp started was like the final piece to me. I, yeah. I would have been good yeah. with just that. Then they go out and trade for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Yep. Um, they must have realized a couple guys they had in training camp just wasn't cutting the mustard. I'm not going <laughs> to name any names. They're no longer <laughs> here anymore. But they realized that. And so Howie, give Howie Roseman credit, he went out and, and addressed it. And, and the great thing is he didn't go out and put a Band-Aid on it. That's he right. went out and got a real live player That's in right. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So when I look at this defense, 
the offense is always going to get all of the, the headlines. Yep. But to me, the defense has been almost as impressive as Jalen has been as a player. Mm. And, and, and I say that to say they've done it by blitzing. Yep. They've done it by dominating a depleted Washington football team or commanders, whatever the hell their name is nowadays, <laughs> uh, the Washington team. They, they they demolished that offensive line with nine sacks. Right. And then last week, you know, Trevor Lawrence had done a great job of taking care of the football. And it was one of the things that I think had allowed Jacksonville to get to two and one. And when you look at both teams last week that were playing in those same conditions, mm-hmm. well, one team was out there forcing turnovers left and right. Yep. And that was the Eagles team. So uh, I, I, I love what they're doing, man. And, and it's it's early. Like Jonathan Gannon, he's only had James Bradbury and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson for a month and a half. Like he hasn't even had them for an entire offseason. So I expect them, as long as they stay healthy, to be even better as the season goes along. And we have one, two, three, three quarterbacks that I could think of that I would be like, you know what? Okay, they they may be able to do something against our defense, um, but other, and you and all you gotta do is look through the schedule. It wouldn't take yep. you long to figure out which three I'm talking about. Right. Other than that, like they're they're gonna dominate a lot of these offenses and quarterbacks because Darius Slay, James Bradbury, and Avante Maddox. Yeah. When they when when Jonathan Gannon decides to let them play man coverage. Yep. I mean that's the best trio in football when it comes to the secondary. And now you're starting to see the pass rush. Yeah. To the quarterback, Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham. Like, we may go, D-Gun, we may go three straight weeks with the defensive player of the week in the NFC. Right. Slay got it week two. Yes, right. Brandon got it week three. Yeah. And Hassan Reddick could, could easily be named defensive player of the week after, after Sunday's performance. You're right, you're right about that. Now, do you do you see any flaws in this defense? Well, listen, there, there's you all again, knock on wood, you want to make sure they stay healthy. Um, I I, I don't see a flaw. I, I really don't. Now, are there areas where you may say, okay, the right matchups, right quarterback, can can they make some plays on you? Sure, it's the NFL. And, and most of these rules are geared towards the offense being able to make some plays here and there. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing that I've been impressed with, D-Gun, is their communication on the back end. You're not seeing a lot of blown coverages. You're not seeing a lot of, you know, mistakes, mental errors that lead to big plays. They're doing a great job of, of staying connected as a unit. Now, we got to see how long Avante is going to be out and, and yeah. what's up with Slay. Uh, with his forearm, but to me right now, only only health could be could be an issue. Like like they really are, and we didn't even mention the linebackers. I mean right, the linebackers. Right. Come on, man, the linebackers. We got the best linebacker in college football. Trying to find ways to get on the field. Yep. Like like that's how good Kazir Wright and and T.J. Edwards are playing. Is that Nicobe Dean? Is having a hard time finding snaps out there on the field, and and when they figure out a way to get him out there, they're going to be even better with him because I can't wait to watch him play. So 
We got linebackers now, D Gun. I was talking to Trot. What? What? So then again, you got what? You got what? We got linebackers, baby. <laughs> I, I was talking to Trot, and Trot was like, "Yeah, man, I like these linebackers, man. I like these guys." <laughs> when like was the last guys. time you were able to say that? that? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so, so when the big when the big fella says it, I'm like, okay, he just gave his stamp of approval right there. So, we we must be we, we must got some good things going on right now. So right now you are firmly on. The Gan the Gan wagon as it's being called. <laughs> the Gan wagon. The Gan yeah. wagon. You're yeah. the Gan wagon. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how I, for a year and a half, I've been calling him Jonathan Gannon. Okay. I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him JG. Okay. So after the Washington game, yeah, he's been JG every since. He's JG man. <laughs> he's JG now. He, he's earned that. He's earned it. He's JG. He's JG. <laughs> hey man. Look, all right. So the offense is rolling. The, the defense is now playing lockdown football. What in the world are we going to do with the special teams, man? Because the special teams is not just a job. It's an adventure. And I'm talking about punt return, kickoff return. Everything. Everything about the special team. <laughs> punting. Everything about special teams that makes you want to go, man, how I miss Dave Fipp. Right? <laughs> I, I, I will say this. And, and that's yeah. certainly, that certainly is an area that they need to tighten up. Because right. at some point, at some point, special teams will play a role in yes. whether you win or lose a game. Yes, it, just, it, it happens. It's it's, it's it's nowhere around it. So um, right now we got Jake Elliott banged up, so we need to get him healthy. Yeah, you know Sipos needs to start punting better, primarily Jeez. in those situations where he can pin the opposing team down inside the ten yard line. You got to give him a chance to yep. pin them down in the ten yard line, and then and then you know what. As far as our returners go, I, I got to be honest with you, D. <laughs> I've set the bar so low. <laughs> as, as long as they don't turn the ball over, don't don't fumble the ball, don't cost us anything. Yeah, don't do anything to hurt the team. I guess I'm not even expecting any big returns or anything like that. Just forget Just forget that. Yeah, forget that. You forget. <laughs> you know, you look at all these other teams around the league with these electric returners, and you sitting there yeah. going. Just, just make sure your your team gets the ball. That's all yeah, we just have. make sure you catch the ball, man. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I mean, four down, four down for the Eagles. Thirteen more to go, and, and number five coming up this Sunday, Arizona Cardinals. And to me, the Cardinals, I, I can't figure this team out, man. They they can't run the football. The passing has been mediocre. The defense yeah. is suspect. Everything revolves around Kyler Murray. Yeah, and just a few years ago, it wasn't that. Just last year, they were a more dynamic team, but they've let so many people go. It's like, what is and D Hop and D, and D Hop is suspended. Yes. So, yeah. Um, you know what though, D? These are the dangerous teams though, because these because these are the teams. A, they don't have anything to lose. No, they're no. they're playing at home. Yeah. Um, yep. you got the Cowboys the next week. So this is really about us. This is about whether or not we approach this game with the healthy respect that we should, okay. like we do with every other opponent. So as long as they don't overlook the Arizona Cardinals, they should to come Dallas, out of here with to Dallas. Don't right. pass them to Dallas. Yeah. Right. They, they should come out of here with a W. There's, there's nothing I can draw up X's and O's wise or look at matchups and say the Arizona Cardinals are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. There's nothing right. there. 
Right, so right. this is more or less about the Eagles and their mental approach to this week and making sure they don't overlook Arizona. I will yeah. throw this out there. Okay. We talked, we talked about this on the show, and I didn't even realize this. The Eagles haven't won out in Arizona since 2001. That's right. And Arizona has not won a home game this year. See, that's what I'm saying. I Yeah. And see, I didn't realize that right there. So Yeah. This is one of those games where you might get Arizona's best punch, yeah. right? Yeah. As long as the Eagles, as long as the Eagles don't play sloppy football by turning it over, a bunch of penalties, things of that nature, they should come out of here with a W. It may not be a two touchdown win or a dominant right. performance, right. but it, it kind of reminds me of um four. We were playing um And we didn't really think like, okay, it's Cleveland. Jeff Garcia is the quarterback. Like, okay, we're going. This is going to be one of those games where, where everybody is getting their numbers right here. You're going right. to get your stats up. Right. Next thing you know, we 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 need a field goal in overtime to beat them 34-31. I, I think that was the final score, 34-31. So we didn't show up defensively that day uh, in Cleveland, and we found ourselves in a dog fight. We wound up winning the game. But it was a lot closer than it probably should have been. So, oh. so, so, and I think we, I think, I think Acres had to kick a kick a field goal in overtime to win the game. I think he did. So, I'm, I'm not saying that's what I'm expecting Sunday. I'm just saying this is one of those spots in the schedule where if the Eagles don't approach this game the right way, you can mess around in any given Sunday, D Gun. Any given Sunday, bro. Right. You know, I'm so glad you brought up 04 because this was one of the most significant reasons why I wanted you on this edition of Gun on One, your honesty, your insight, and because you don't pull punches. You're going to tell it like it is. Whether people agree with you or not, you're going to tell it like you feel. So with that said, 2004, that team started 4-0, went to the Super Bowl. This team, 4-0. Talk of the league. Everybody's talking about the NFC might run through Philadelphia now. So I have a few questions for you. I have seven quick topics for you. <laughs> and I want your, your honest expertise on this. All I right. want you to, I'm going to do comparisons. And you tell me which one you like better and why. All right? You tell me when you're ready. I see you had to take a drink of water real I had to quick. Get a drink of water. <laughs> All right, here we go. First one. Which offensive line do you like better, 04 or this one? I got to go 04, baby. Oh, why? Come on. You had, you had the bookend tackles, but you had Hank Fraley. You yep. had Artis Hicks. And we you had like, Sean Andrews that year, right? Uh, for, uh, no, Artis Hicks no. played for Sean Andrews, right? Yeah, yeah. So who was our right guard? Left uh, guard. Wait a minute, man. I had it on my, had it on my, on my notes, man. I messed it up here. Um, who was it here? Man, I can't remember right now. Who was that? Who was on the? Oh, Mayberry. Mayberry. Oh, yeah, Mayberry. I'm, what yeah. am I thinking about? Yeah, Mayberry, yeah. yes. So you're yeah, going to stick with 04? Yeah, that's three pro bowlers. I got Runyon, I got oh. Mayberry, and I got Trey Thomas. Well, hold up now. You got you got Lane Johnson. You got Kelsey. <laughs> okay, you, so you, okay, okay, you're going you're gonna to stick with that one. I'm just going to let you have that one, all right? All right, moving on. The next one, T.O. or A.J.? I love A.J. Brown. 
Yeah. But that's 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 baby T.O. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love A.J. Brown, no disrespect. But right. for me, and this ain't the first time I've said it, Right. there's only one receiver that I would ever put ahead of T.O. Okay. And that's the GOAT. Okay. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, so, okay. To me, T.O.'s the second best wide receiver to ever play the game, okay. in my opinion. All right. Brian Westbrook or Miles Sanders? Yeah, that's that's a no-brainer right there now. Huh? That's a no-brainer. B West. Yes. Yeah? yeah. You think what? Okay. All right. All right. This defensive line currently, or that defensive line with Javon Curse, Corey Simon, Darren Walker, Derek Burgess. Hollis Thomas. Hollis Thomas. Oh, he paused for a second. Oh, I may have tripped him up. The silence crickets are chirping. No, you didn't trip me up. Okay. I was just trying to figure out if this if, if this is where I can give this year's team the edge, and I can't. <laughs> so I'll take 2004's defensive line, too. Wow, so you straight up 04 so far. All right, this linebacking core or 04 linebacking core? And the crickets are chirping again. Let's see. Jeremiah. Ronnie Jones. <laughs> myself. Keith Adams. This is Kazir. <laughs> TJ Edwards. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the 04 linebackers. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with okay. the 04 linebackers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. This secondary, 04. Sheldon, Lido, Doc, Michael Lewis. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. This, this one's still too early. You, well, you just said this is the best trio of cornerbacks in the league. I just thought I'd try to see what you were saying. It, it absolutely is the best trio of corners in the league. Let me see. We also had, uh, I think Rod Hood was our third corner that year. Uh, Lito and Sheldon as corners, yeah. and then Michael Lewis, right? And uh, the great Brian Dawkins. <laughs> that's 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 hard. That's hard. That's hard to beat there, D. John. All right, I saved this one for last on purpose. McNabb or Hurts? McNabb. Why McNabb over Hurts? Um, uh, McNabb had already was a proven player. Not that. And the funny thing is, as I compare, I, I think Jalen. It's a younger version of Donovan, honestly. Okay. I, I've, okay. I've told Donovan this on numerous occasions. Um, only the, the experience part, like Jalen got his first taste of it last year right. in the playoffs. And I want to give Donovan um, his proper respect for having gone through the fires. Like, if you really think about it, Jalen's played in what? Three games so far? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So um, he's barely over a year and a half as far as how many games he's played. I think it's a year and seven games. So and by then, Donovan had gone through four conference title games. Right, right. And, and because it was the first year, he had a player the caliber of T.O. We saw what Donovan could be with that caliber of player. Right. So 31 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yep. That football team, Derek Gunn, was yep. really 15 and one. 
Yeah. I mean, we gave away the two games at the end of the year because we didn't play anybody. Right. But that was a 15-1 team. And, you know, I, I hate to be that old guy and hanging on to my hanging on to our glory days. Right, right. But, but I, I've had this discussion. And between me and you, since yeah. nobody else is listening oh, right Nobody's now, listening now. Nobody else is listening. No. The 2014 might be the best team ever for the oh. Eagles. That's that's what? just me. What? I know we didn't listen. I know we didn't win it all. Yeah. I'm just saying, man for man, talent for talent. I stacked that team up against the 17 team. Yes. What? Yes. Oh man. You know what? Everything, <laughs> everything you just said. When I ask you those questions to pick one or the other. I get every answer right. I knew exactly what you're going to say. I got every one of them right. But I tried to say, I said, you know what? Ike's a little bit older now. He's more mellow. Maybe he's softened. But no, nope, nah. you still Ike Reese, nah. I know. No. Nah. And love. That's right. That's right. And listen, uh, you've already the 04 team has already been kicked to the curb because the two the 2017 team won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still I'm still trying to hold up the uh, the flag for us. You know what I mean? You carry the flag for the 04 team, man. Oh man. Well, Ike Reese, you carried well, man. Hey, anybody out there, um, you probably already know this, but uh if you want to listen to Ike every day of the week, Monday through Friday from two to six, all you gotta do is check him out on 94.1 WIP. Marks and Reese, uh, I love listening to you guys, not just for the information, but because of the of the banter between you two, man. It, it, it could go in any different direction at any given moment. That's true. And that's the that's way it true. should be, man. There should be no holes barred. That's right. That's right. Hey, listen, I learned from the best, man. You guys, you know, you know you're one of my mentors, man. So I appreciate you, you know, bro. We've been doing this a long time, and uh, we get the people what they want. Sometimes, right. it, sometimes right. it's not what they want to hear. But it's right. what they need to hear. That's, That's what they right. Need to hear. That's right. Yeah. And on that note, I've held you up long enough. I thank you for taking uh, some valuable minutes away from your your downtime to just hang out and talk with D Gun. And uh, all right, on that note, we're going to wrap up this edition of Gun I Want the Podcast. As I said, uh, it's powered by the Jacob Sports Media YouTube machine. Uh, for my man Ike Reese, so you can check out on ninety four point one WIP Monday through Friday two to six. I'm Marks and Reese. I'm Derek Gun. Everybody out there, stay blessed. But more importantly. Be a blessing to each and every person you encounter. Until next time, so long, everybody. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.